come on, come on, come on. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's the I Did Manhood Podcast, Season 2, Episode 26. Uh, it's your boy, Five Mike's husband, father, educator, writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings. This is the I Did Manhood Podcast. Just a different perspective is all. That's what this is all about. That's what the Idea Manhood podcast is all about, a different perspective. Um, I started this podcast about a year and a half ago, all with the mindset of uh, of providing a perspective of a uh, of a man, me in particular, um, on issues ranging from uh, entertainment, parenting, politics, music pop culture and um when i started this podcast uh you know i didn't really hear a lot of voices that were like mine or i didn't hear a lot of voices that paralleled or reflected a lot of the thoughts that i had when it came to things like marriage and parenting and the household and um and 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 different topics from uh, a male's perspective from a man's perspective and you know, I think it's oftentimes interesting because we all know the society that we live in. This is a male-dominated society. You got, you know, men's voices in a lot of different things that are, you know, leading the charge or at least that are most vocal or at least that get the most coverage. A lot of times it's men's voices in areas that, um, you know, regardless of the area. But for this podcast and what I'm trying to do with this platform is to provide just a different perspective is all just a different angle. Um, it might be things that you've heard before. It might be things that you haven't. So if you're tuned in today, uh, I really appreciate your listenership. If you like what you hear, please make sure you leave a comment, rate it, share it uh, in whatever um, on whatever platform you listen to, whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast, you should find the idea of manhood and, and, and let me know what you think. Let other people know what you think if you're listening. So uh, the, the topic today is the elephant in the room, the elephant in the room, the elephant in the bedroom to be more specific. And, um, you know, this is just from a series of observations of mine over the years. Um, not necessarily always the the reflection of my bedroom in particular, um, but throughout a collection of conversations that I've had with men that are in my you know, generation, in my circle, in my uh, men that I have access to, um, I think it's important that, you know, we just share different perspectives that we just share different ideas of of how things impact us so you're like who's us right um i think we have a large uh there's a large representation out there of men's perspectives when it comes to sex when it comes to uh the bedroom you know and and i'm from the generation of folks that like we didn't really talk about sex we didn't really talk about um, we didn't talk about relationships in this way. Things that keep keep relationships sustained. Um, 
I think if you were to ask the common majority, the common, most people would say men are always talking about sex. Men are always talking about, you know, relationships in this way from a physical standpoint, you know, to the point where a lot of people think that whenever men talk about sex, it's it's misogynistic. It's, you know, putting down women or it's unrealistic expectations of what a relationship and the sexual aspects of relationships should be. I think would be. Uh, it would be wrong for me to not highlight the fact that, you know, sex is not the most important aspect of a relationship, but it is a important, it is an important aspect of a relationship, a marriage, a committed union. And so, you know, with that said, if, if we're talking about, first of all, I feel like I just hopped in. I just, I just hopped out the portions of this, into this conversation. And that's cool. I think. I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to make sure the podcasts are a little bit more direct and a little bit more um, streamlined. And I know that many times my thoughts are, you know, naturally my thoughts are all over the place. Um, sometimes things that I say can get lost in a lot of the you know, the way that my brain works and the kind of how it fires off, the neurons are just like all over the place. So a lot of times the podcast is all over the place and that's okay. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's cool. Um, but I wanted to jump in today to talk about dudes like me and the, uh, the impact of sex and intimacy in our marriages. I'm talking to dudes that are above 35, you know, or dudes that have been in relationships, long-term monogamous relationships for uh, a period of years. Uh, dudes that have kids, dudes that have jobs, dudes that, you know, um, have partners, whether it's men or whether it's women. Uh, I'm just going to make that caveat because I don't think this just relates to uh, heterosexual couples. Um, but I think it's important that we acknowledge that I'm not talking to this is not necessarily in relation to men that are out there in the streets, you know, men that are single and dating and, uh, having, uh, lots and lots of, of, of unconnected or disconnected sex out there with whoever, you know, this is for dudes that, um, that are committed to 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 being in relationships and having sex with one person, um, and I wanted to make that make that caveat and and make that clear because I think it's different for some people, right? It's different for some people to be like you have the mindset that you're in a relationship and you have one person and you want to make the sex good or you know make it consistent with one person as opposed to if you're dating or what have you. Um, now, whenever I talk about sex on this podcast, which is, I mean, if you think about it in the long, in, in, in over the period of the year and a half I've been doing this, sex doesn't come up that often. Um, when it comes up, it, it hits hard because, you know, sex is, for whatever reason, still very taboo. Um, even as I'm listening to this, people are listening like, Ooh, what is he going to say? Like, Oh man, this is, this is a hot button, you know? Um, but sex is still a little taboo for many of us in different communities. 
And um, I think that's the number one mistake. I think that's the number one area. One of the areas that um, we just kind of jump into when we get into committed relationships and that we don't really we don't really put as much effort. And I'm talking about men. We don't really put as much effort into um, into sustaining and growing sex and intimacy in our relationships. And, you know, I just wanted also to be clear that, you know, I'm not just talking about my relationship with me and my, you know, it's not just like what's going on here. This is not, this conversation is not just a reflection of, you know, what's happening in my house. This is a, this is kind of, I'm pulling from a lot of different stories, a lot of different conversations I've had, a lot of different observations that I've taken, things I see on TV, things I hear on talk shows, conversations I've had with my brothers and and just people I know that are out here that I wouldn't say are struggling, but are definitely stagnant in that area. Now, stagnation, if that's a word, I don't even know if it is or not, um, but being stagnant in that area of sex and intimacy in your household, in your marriage, and your relationship is um, is dangerous, man. It's it's very dangerous. And from what I've seen, there are a lot of men out there that are and women. So I'm 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 speaking for men because I'm one. I don't really want to get into the role or the mindset or the you know the place of speaking for women and telling women what they need to do and you know to make your sex life boom you got to do x y and z uh speaking to women but this is really about um what men can do and i kind of and what i think take men off of a certain a certain course or 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 lead to on hey, what's the word I'm looking for that lead to expectations that are not only unrealistic but not shared within your marriage or within your relationship. So what I see is that you have men out here that want their sex life to be X, Y, and Z, but aren't really putting the work in to make it that way. Aren't really you know, talking about it with their partner, aren't really, you know, um, being proactive and intentional about enhancing and sustaining a healthy sexual uh, uh, interaction or or sustaining sexual sexual interactions in in their relationships. Um, much like anything, you know, if you ignore something, if you ignore a problem or ignore, even if things are going well, a lot of times I feel like when we're younger, sex is good and sex is awesome because we're younger and we don't have as many responsibilities. We don't have as many things to think about. We don't have as many kids. We don't have as many, whatever it is. So... You know, when it comes to sex and when it comes to intimacy, things are awesome because we're younger, like our bodies are different. We're stronger. We're more like, you know, we're go getters and it's new. So when things are new, it's like when you get a new uh, when you get a new iPhone or when you get a new 
uh, jacket or when you get a new bag or when you get a new job or whatever it is that's new, you put so much attention to it and you want to make sure, you know, you get a new car, you, you take it and you watch it every week. You make sure that everybody takes the trash out of it. You vacuum it, you wax it, you know, you change the oil on it. And then human nature is human nature tells us that after a while the shine wears off and you know we don't take the trash out and we don't clean it we don't wax it we might just run it through the car wash real quick we might just you know let the rain take care of it and then sure enough after two or three years we're looking through the we're looking online and in preparation to find a new car or in preparation to find a new jacket you know, or preparation to, to, to buy some new shoes. And I think a lot of us men look or, or, or approach sex in the same way. And that's just, that's not cool, man. That's not, that's, that's a Petri dish for disaster. We are not putting as much emphasis in our romance, not even romance, because I want to make a clarification. A lot of us, I think, in our heads, you know, think we're very romantic or a lot of us don't think about romance at all. And we all know that women, you know, the old saying, you know, you know, a woman, the key to a woman's intimacy and sexuality is through her mind. And so the way that you enhance that and you update that is through romance and being romantic and so on and so forth, being thoughtful, being intentional, planning. And a lot of us just don't do that. Because it's old. Because, hey, we got, like, we're good now. Like, we, you know, we got her. We got the girl we wanted. We got, we, you know, we got the person we wanted. And, and, and we don't take the car to the, to the detailer to make sure it's all good. So I'm just saying we got to detail our bedroom. We got to go into the bedroom and, and, and really focus on things in a different light. And I'm thinking why. Like, why do men... Why do men fall back, fall off, and not pay attention to the levels of intimacy in their relationship? And part of it, like I said, I think it's human nature, but part of it is laziness. So that's the elephant in the bedroom. The elephant in the bedroom is that dudes like we, the same way we take control over everything else or that we want to in our minds, take control over everything else. The same way that we want to be control of our careers, the same way that we want to be in control of our finances and the same way we want to be control over whatever it might be, whatever room we walk into, we want to take control of it. We put work into doing that. I, I feel as if a lot of us, and I'm making sure that I'm taking responsibility and ownership for me, um, we got to take control and we got to be intentional about what's going on in there. Because here's here's the key. Here's something that this is like everything I've said thus far should be. It shouldn't be new. It shouldn't be. Uh, it shouldn't be. ground. It's not groundbreaking. It's not, you know, I'm not saying nothing new right now. But here's where I think we got a little off because we have Instagram and we have Snapchat. We have videos and we have uh Pornhub and we have, uh, you know, X hamster and we have, you know, all these different 
types of stimuli that are telling us and showing us like how the bedroom should be, what your sex life should be. We have all these different levels of information that we expect to happen naturally in our in our sex life in our bedrooms right and now you hear me kind of being pensive about my talk because i just want to make sure that i'm that i'm really hitting all areas here so like i said normally my 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 neurons are all over the place and i'm jumping here here and i'm trying to be very intentional about this episode because i want to give guys not even keys i'm not giving anybody advice i'm not giving anybody any tips to success in the bedroom um But I just want men out there to be thinking about this, especially as you get older. Now, it's important because, y'all know, I celebrated my birthday on this podcast. I'm 40 years old. You know, I'm not 20. I'm not 18. I'm not 28. You know what I'm saying? I think we all know that as you get older, you know, your testosterone levels rise or fall you know, things happen differently. Your body is different. Like, you know, the time that we have to spend on intimacy is compromised by our children, by, you know what I'm saying? We, my wife and I went out the other day and we, you know, we were so happy to, to get out of the house. We had a date night and, you know, somebody, you know, a family member was watching the kids and, you know, we were so excited to get out. And we were like, oh, yeah, we get a night out. And in my mind, because I'm a man, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, after the after the day, you know, we're going to go out. And then tonight, oh, it's going to be on and popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my mind, that's what I'm saying. I might not have even said that. But in my mind, I was like, word, let me get ready. Let me clean up nice. I like put some, let me spray some on. You know what I'm saying? And um, by the time we got the kids together, got the kids to where they needed to be, by the time the kids talked us to death, by the time we drove in traffic to get the kids to where they needed to be, by the time we did anything that we needed to do, I was so, like, my nervous system was 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 very high pressure at that point in time. I was so on edge. I was so like, ah, I don't even like, ah, stop talking. I don't even want to, I don't even want to hold your hand because I'm shaking because these kids got on my nerves. It took us four hours, literally, to get shit together so that we can have a good time. So a lot of times we have things that are competing for our attention. We have people competing for our attention. So by the time we have the opportunity to share that attention with our significant other, it's like, why? Like, uh, like just, I would just like some quiet right now. I would just like an opportunity to sip on this drink and, and to be alone with my thoughts, let alone trying to be romantic and be, you know, keep sweat out here. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was, that's been a reality for me and my and me and my wife and, and family for at least my son's 10, at least 11 years, where once you add kids to the mix, it's like you have to be so much more focused on keeping the spices brewing. You know what I'm saying? Um, as real as it gets, 
like our wives, our significant others aren't these girls on Instagram. And I know that sounds like I'm disparaging. I'm not being disparaging, but you know, our wives aren't going to be out there twerking for us. Like, like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not our reality, fellas. Sorry. Sorry to hit you up like that. But again, we're from a generation that's different than these young kids. And, and a part of the major key for me, like that hit me was like, our wives are 35 and plus years old. We all came from the same generation where we didn't talk about sex like that. We weren't so sexually expressive like the young kids are. Now, now people talk about the young generation all the time. Oh, they this, they that, they that. But from what I've seen, from what I witnessed, from when you go out, you know, men and women are so much more sexually free now than our generation was, even though it might only be a 10 or 15 year break. You know what I'm saying? Our wives aren't doing that just off GP. You know what I'm saying? Because our wives and our significant others, our partners, they have the same stress and stress and pressures and and expectations that we think are on us. They're on our wives ten times more. So, and they feel like they gotta be extra sexy all the time, and their bodies are changing, and they got gray hairs, and you know they worried about their arm fat, and they're worried about their butt and how their stomach looks and what they chest is doing, and they got all these societal pressures that tell them, I'm not like those Instagram girls, I'm not like those girls that's popping it for a real one, like, I'm not, that's not what I do, I'm demure, I'm a professional, you know, I have kids, and I can't be out there popping it for my husband, even though I know that's what he wants and needs, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that, so here I am speaking for women and, you know, trying to justify whatever, and I said I wouldn't do that, but that's just my that's just my uh, take on it all. And I think that us husbands, like, you know, we're connected to the world. We see what's going on. We see the videos. We see the movies. We see all the stimuli that's coming to us. It's like, yo, your girl should be doing this. She should look like this. She should wear this to the bedroom. She should be wearing thongs. Like, thongs don't even hide no more. She should be wearing the boy shorts. She should let me. She should be letting the cheeks bounce a little bit. You know, she should come to, come to bed with the hair out. When we know our wives are out there wrapping their hair up with the with the head wrap they're coming to bed in the um in the old t-shirt you know with with the with the pajamas on and and you know with the flip-flops and you know that's the reality now women understand that pressure and feel that pressure men don't really care about that we're like oh i don't care what your arms look like i don't care like i don't care if you come with the head wrap on we do, but we say we don't, right? That's the reality. We we care, but like when it all comes down to it, it's all coming off anyway, so whatever. You know what I'm saying? But what I see and what the elephant in the bedroom is to me is that expectations are off between what men want and what men are willing to do to get what they want. That's the key, man. Like, it came to me so clear because, you know, um, everything like our entire worlds whether we want to or not are impacted by social media social media is going to be the life and death of us all and when i say death i don't mean actual death even though some people might disagree um but i mean like 
the entire construct of what relationships are and how we connect with each other is so influenced by social media. Like it's where we get all of our information from all of it. Even if you watch TV, even like I get my news from social media. I look at Twitter trending topics to see what the hell is going on in the morning when I wake up. You know, I might not turn on the Today Show. You know, if I need something for work, I'm going online to search for it. All of our information is coming from social media and social networks. And so whether you're blind, if you can see, whatever it is, if you're scrolling through, like so much of the stimuli, I'm seeing everything is, I mean, I'm sorry, ladies, if you don't know this, I'm sure you do. But like, even when I'm not following anybody crazy, even if I'm just scrolling through my page, all I'm seeing is sexual innuendos. All I'm seeing is twerking. I'm seeing twerking videos in slow motion now. That's a new thing. I don't know where that came from. I'm seeing everybody's asses out. Everybody, you know, everybody uh, 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 breasts are out. You know, everybody, you know, showing skin. That's just the constant stimuli I'm receiving when it comes to sex and when it comes to women. Like, Women, I'm not even fine. Like, they just show up. Oh, we think Instagram thinks you might like this. I'm scrolling through like, God, God well, that's that's what's out here? Like that? So I think I think a lot of men are seeing it like, yo, they shaking it like that? Now, my wife don't shake it like that. I mean, they looking like this now? Yo, these girls look like that's what they're wearing to go out to the club now? Just a long T-shirt with some leggings on? Like, oh, okay. You go to the gym. Oh, oh, okay. This is what we're doing. Everybody in the gym is wearing Nike um, shin-length leggings, Nike shin-length biker shorts or whatever. Like, that's that's what's hot now? Okay. Uh, all right, I'm just going to put my head down and keep it moving. You go out for a night with your lady just the other day. I'm like, God, dog, this, this is what is hot in these streets? And so I think the expectation, I think that's just human nature. You see things, you're like, oh, well, I, I guess that that's what's hot now. Like, everybody is is sexualized. Everybody is trying to be or wanting to be sexy. And then you go into your, into your house, and whether it is like that or not, the expectation, whether conscious or subconscious, is that the same thing is going to happen in your house. That when it's time to go... Everybody's going to take off their clothes and get it to shake it. Everybody's going to do what they need to do to, you know, pop it for a real one. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like that's the constant message I'm receiving. Right. And I think, man, I'm speaking for myself in this specifically. I think we get a little selfish. I think we get a little lazy. You know, it's hard to say. Because I don't think I'm lazy. I'm not lazy in any other aspect of my life. But I think if we're being honest, I think if we're being, if we're being honest, fellas, I think we got to put a little bit more work in. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on in your house. <laughs> I'm just saying that in general, the overstatement is I think we're, com- we're, we're becoming a little lazy, right? So I just pointed out that 
you know, when I turn on Instagram, when I do whatever, whoever I'm following, whatever, the stimuli I'm receiving is naked, is ass, is tit. Oh, sorry, I don't like that word in general, but I'll say it is titties, is 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 areolas, is is thighs, is clapping, it's you know. You know, it's all of that. That's the, that's what I'm seeing. Somehow Instagram knows what I want to see. Somehow on Twitter, I'm not even following nobody crazy, but somehow in my timeline, it's mad ass. I don't. I, I didn't do it. I, I promise you, I didn't do it. So, you know, that's what I'm seeing. But fellas, but fellas, don't get it twisted. The ladies are seeing the same thing too of men. Ladies are saying this are seeing the same when they go on their Instagram page. Instagram knows. When they go on their Twitter, when they go on their Facebook, they're seeing big burly ass dudes with their chest outs too. They're seeing that. Dudes like fellas, they are seeing that. Don't get it twisted and think they're not. You know, I have a friend. I won't call her, I won't put her out there. I have a friend. That is on Facebook and you know, Instagram, whatever. And she has her hump day hotties out there every Wednesday. You know, big burly ass dudes with mad abs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at this ab, this old ab thing over here. Old, old ab, you know, Anthony abs over here. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the beards, everybody's beard is mad glossy. You know, everybody, you know, this whole romper situation. The ladies are like, oh, okay, let me see what I can see with these rompers. You know what I'm saying? The ladies are also looking at prints. Uh, ladies, you think we didn't know? We know you got your little D-print folder. You know, I, I, we know that you are sharing your D-prints with your friends. And you got your little private uh, uh, <laughs> you got your little private text message thread with all you girls, ladies over 35, and you look at D-prints. You know, and you're like, oh, <laughs> okay, that's what we're working with over here, okay? So the same thing, we're being hit with stimuli, they're being hit with stimuli, and the reality is that whoever's in our relationship on the other side of the bed might not reflect what we're seeing on a day-to-day basis in these forums, right? Um, my beard isn't popping like that. My abs aren't popping like that. You know, my thighs aren't, you know, glossy like that. You know what I'm saying? My, you know, uh, and, and all that. So, um, with that said, there's a misalignment of expectations in the bedroom, right? We all know what we're attracted to. Your wife knows, don't believe that just because your wife isn't asking for sex or might not be a sexual person or might not be, you know, whispering in your ear at night, baby. Like, just because she's not doing that, please don't believe, fellas, that she is still not turned on or not attracted to or not drawn to a certain type of image. Ladies, just because your man is all good and he says yes, baby, and no, baby, and, you know, and, and, and makes you tea in the morning doesn't mean that he's not looking at Bernice and he's not looking at Panda and he's not looking at, you know, uh, twerking and, and, and not sharing in his own private text messages, videos and pictures of scantily clad women. Just don't believe that that's not happening. So... My suggestion is, and the elephant in the room is that I'm not putting any 
uh, let me say, let me. I'm putting some responsibility on women because just because it's two people in a relationship or men, whatever, if you whatever kind of relationship you're in. I'm putting the responsibility on us, fellas, because I feel that for our generation, we're not I don't want to say lucky. We're not privileged to be of the current younger generation where they're a little bit more sexually free where they have a, they don't have as many responsibilities on the surface. I'm, I'm clearly talking about on the surface. Uh, I'm talking to us that's, that's, that's been around the block for a minute. We have to do more. We're of that generation that didn't talk about sex. You know, our dads didn't talk to us about sex. Our dads didn't talk to us about pleasing your wife and making sure that your wife is crawling back for more. But we got to have that mentality ourselves. We have to have our wives wanting us. That's the key. That's the elephant in the room. I think a lot of us men are waiting back for, you know, yo, you know, my wife, she got to come to bed like this. She got to be wearing this. She got to be wearing the see-through, da-da-da-da-da. She got to be, you know, popping in these streets. And... Whether they do or don't, whether women do or don't, I don't know. I Whether it's happening or not, I don't know. But like anything, we have to be the go-getters here. We have to be responsible for that. Because I'm fearful that if we leave it up to the wives or the girlfriends, the whatever, the mothers, the whoever, if we leave it up to them, it's not going to happen. And it's not a diss, it's not a plus, it's not a jab. If we leave it up to them, it's not going to happen because they are, they have a different set of societal expectations that I don't think we can really, I don't think we can really um, understand. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't know what it's like to be, you know, to be, you know, women and have like, all the expectations. They're not making the same money. They they got their bosses that's treating them like this and expectations because they have all these things that they had to deal with that they're still dealing with. We have those things, too. But I think that we're better able to handle that because the expectations for us aren't as high when it comes to all the societal expectations, when it comes to all the things that I talk about on this podcast of being a husband and a father and an educator and these different realms that we're in, the expectations for us are so low and people don't expect anything for us. They don't demand anything from us. And so, you know, I think we have a little bit more capacity to, uh, to take on the brunt and to shoulder that responsibility of keeping it, popping in the bedroom husbands wives girlfriends boyfriends committed uh fathers or mothers we the the directive that i'm giving to both men and women that are in these relationships is that you have to keep it popping in the bedroom i know we've heard that before like i know uncle phil said it oprah said it steve said it everybody said it right everybody says it you gotta do it, but from my perspective and things that I read, magazines and articles, the responsibility is on the women. And from my perspective, the women aren't able and don't have the capacity to do it at the level that it needs to be done. They just don't. That's not a diss. 
That's not a jab. That's not anything. That's just, in, from my perspective, the reality. They have too much shit to deal with. Men, you got to stay clean, man. You got to stay clean. You got to go in there. You got to be a conqueror. You know, uh, you got to do it in a way that's not misogynistic. You got to do it in a way that's not objectifying unless they want to. Uh, you got to do it in a way that's safe. You got to do it in a way that puts your needs second. I promise you that if you put your needs second, your sexual needs, your physical needs, and you put hers first and make it to the point where she feels comfortable, she will pop it for you. She will pop it like a real one for you. So I know when women hear this, they're going to be like, oh, why you got to use this language? You got to pop it for a real one. That's so hip hop. And I'm not a video vixen. And da, 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 da. Y'all go sit down over there. Watch Oprah and you could, you know, y'all could talk your language and, you know, y'all could go watch Fifty Shades of Grey and, and create your sexual fantasies. But for us, for men, and our sexual fantasies, we want you to pop it like a real one on a handstand. Right? Not every day. Uh, but the thing is, I'm saying it in my language. You're saying it, women, in your language. But in reality, what it looks like, what it feels like is the same. Honestly, I honestly think that what men want and what women want at the end of the day is the same. We want excitement. We want um, we want completion, if you know what I mean. Uh, we want to be fulfilled. We want to feel loved. We want to be able to be vulnerable in the bedroom. We both want that. And if I'm feeling not vulnerable, do we want to feel vulnerable? We want to be vulnerable. We don't want to feel vulnerable, but we want to be vulnerable because when you are vulnerable, you let all your guards down. You just like, whatever, let's go. Let's let's make it happen. You know what I'm saying? I got my hands up in the air like a cheerleader. Yeah, we just like when both people in the relationship in the bedroom feel like they can just do whatever, it's popping. It's gonna she will pop it like a real one, and you will be the knight in shining armor like homeboy in 50 shades, or like uh what's the joint on Cinemax? Um the books that all the women read when they just be popping in, like you know, that the, the women want that, they want to feel safe, they want to feel secure, they want to feel your muscles, even if you don't have them. Like when I'm telling you, I really believe this with all my heart, that there really isn't a sexual disconnect but there is a sexual disconnect and it's all the foundation of that disconnect is expectations and so fellas you got some homework man you got some homework um you know i know a lot of us think you know oh my wife is not like that you know she's a good church woman from whatever whatever and she doesn't want to but yo if you make her feel comfortable if you Put in some work. If you do whatever it is you have to do, find out what she wants. Find out what smell she likes. Find out what she likes about you physically. I'm not talking about if you're a nice guy or not. We can talk about nice later. I'm talking about action, right? We want action. And your wife wants action too. That's the misconception. The misconception is like, oh, ladies, they just want to be, you know, they they can read about it. They Their sexual interaction is on their mind. 
yeah, that's cool. That's real. Uh, but they also want their body worked out too. Trust and believe. And um, yeah, so I mean, that's your homework, man. Fellas, we got to take more control. We got to go into the joint like Columbus. We got to conquer. We got to destroy uh, in the kindest way possible. Uh, we, we have to really be uh, take more responsibility and 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 make and it sounds you know we don't like talking about what we're gonna make our wives do and we don't like talking about what we're going to demand from our partners because that's not pc that's not like we don't we you know we 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 we're like please sir ma'am um can you please do this i mean that's cool and that might be what you had to do some of the times, but in the in a in a real vibrant, exciting, um, intentional and purposeful sexual relationship, you gotta be able to make your wife do what she wants to do. That's the key. You gotta make her do what she wants to do. And if your expectations are aligned, then what she wants to do will be what you want done to you. Major key alert. You know what I'm saying? Like, you won't have to go through this awkward, you know, oh, I don't know. Oh, 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 my body. I'm ashamed of it. Like, you just got to like, I don't know. And it's easier said than done, of course. And it takes time, of course. But we have to be able to conquer all of that. Conquer, not conquer. Uh, we have to be able to. Um, uh, I can't think of the word, but. In the face of all the stimuli that we're receiving about what sex is, what sex should be, how sex should feel, what sex should look like, we have to be able to take that into our own bedrooms and recreate our own sexual narratives. And that starts with not being afraid to talk about it. That starts with, you know, it starts with like having real conversations Hey, girl, <laughs> do you like your blank blanked? You know, like, hey, do you want me to put this right here or right here? You know, tell me where you want. Oh, you're not going to tell me? All right, well, I'm going to try. Here? No? Okay, my bad. Here? No? Okay, there. You know what I'm saying? And like... As you're listening to this, you're laughing because I'm laughing. And it's partly tongue in cheek. It's part tongue in cheek. Bang, bang. But it's partly jokes, but it's real. Because if we are waiting for our wives, the women that are 35 and above, 30 and above, they're not even 30, 35 and above, they're not, they're, they're not, they they're not gonna be able to tell you because they're they they're different. So you got to bring it out of them a little bit. If you want it, if you want it, fellas, if you want it, you got to go in there and get it. You can't expect for it to come to you. Now, if you do all that and things still don't work, then, hey, you figure it out. I don't know. Good luck. Um, but, yo, I hope this was helpful to somebody out there. Um, I know it was helpful for me talking it through and thinking it through uh, for the podcast. But the elephant in the bedroom is not as dubious as it sounds. The elephant in the bedroom, fellas, is us. And the elephant can uh, uh, can control what's going on. It can be in the way. It can uh, mess shit up. It can do all sorts of stuff if it's not in control. Fellas, you got to take control. And you got to go in there and, and be confident. 
that's it. I could I need to do two episodes on this because I'm also seeing that with all that that is bravado and is as all of us tend to be in different arenas when it comes to the bedroom we don't have the confidence that we think we do we're not confident with our bodies fellas be real when you look in the mirror you're not 22 years old anymore your abs have several layers of chub over it you know what I'm saying? But you got to be able to be confident. Like, word, you going to like this chub? Yeah. Put your hands on this chub, girl. Uh, like, you got to be able to be confident and either joke it through or, like, really own it and put your chub to good use. You know what I'm saying? And so all that to say, man, take control. Do what you got to do. Continue to have positive and intentional and 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 growing and 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 awesome sex in your marriage because when and if you don't all this other shit can happen all these other things can take place trust and believe ask any man out there they're not going to tell you they're like well you know girl i wouldn't have listen if things aren't going on in the bedroom for men and for women it can get ugly and i don't want things to get ugly all right so y'all have a good uh y'all enjoy your day y'all enjoy i'm sorry this was so long as long i said i was trying to be succinct but clearly i wasn't this is an important issue for a lot of us um and so i want you man take control don't be or be the elephant in the bedroom y'all have a good one it's the idea of manhood podcast five mics the microphone gives me wings peace